I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I think I know what you're feeling. Ever since you were a little boy, you've been living with so many unresolved things. Well, take it from an old man. Those things send us down a road. They make us who we are. And if anyone's destined for greatness, it's you, son. You owe the world your gifts. You just have to figure out how to use them. A-D-N. It's headphones, Neil! What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you a follow-up review to my Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire with my review for the Amazing Spider-Man duology with Andrew Garfield. So I finally got a chance to finish watching the two movies and thought I would give a quick update as to what I like, dislike, and general overall thoughts of the movies. And I want to say to just start it right off the bat is it took a different direction from the Tobey Maguire um, Spider-Man trilogy in that it took a little bit more serious and down-to-earth look at Spider-Man. So while when you watch them back-to-back, you, you will see that the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was a little bit more on the fun, light-hearted side, except for the third one, which it took a little bit of a darker turn, but it serves as a good transition into the Andrew Garfield films, which were more serious, a little bit darker, not necessarily gritty, but you have Andrew Garfield's um, acting, which was really good to have a light-hearted, fun feel to it, but in the general overtones of a darker film especially to start it off with the genetic manipulation and dr connors and the lizard and then into the second film with um harry osborne and his genetic disease that he got from his father um the whole thing with electro and all of that and then like in the first film the loss of gwen stacy's dad and then the loss of gwen stacy in the second film so all in all when you're watching the films it's not that either set is better or worse than the others but if you want a more light film then you get um you can watch the spider-man trilogy if you want a little bit more of a darker take then watch 
the Spider-Man duology. The only thing missing really from the Andrew Garfield films is a third film to finish hashing, hashing out um, the PTSD of losing Gwen Stacy's dad and Gwen Stacy herself. It feels like they um, kind of closed it out a little bit too quickly at the end of the second film. Either because probably the ratings weren't as high as they expected, but or they weren't planning on doing a third film because it feels like the a third film or the way they were going, it feels like they were hashing going to hash all of that out and round it out, but then they just made it a positive note. They or they ended the second film on a very positive note to kind of cap it all at the end of the film. So and then they also, well, they do kind of bring it up in Spider-Man No Way Home, that bringing him up with, bringing up the whole thing with the rhino and all of that. But for me, it would have been nice to have a better, another film to close out the trilogy and basically just deal with that because I feel like they were doing a good job to bring all of that up. The balancing act that um, Peter Parker and um, Spider-Man have to deal with is um, the relationship comparison or the parallels with uh, Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy versus um, or Peter Man Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy versus Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. Um, you kind of see those compare and, compare and contrast. So that's why it's like one of those things where they were. That's why I think they're both good films. It's just that they have a slightly different overtone to both um sets of films um the only thing that was or the main thing though that stands out is between the films is that the andrew garfield films has less build up as far as the relationship between peter parker and on uncle ben and aunt may but they do bring up uh, peter parker's parents so i actually like that in this set of films because it's one of those things where we don't really hear too much about his parents but it's nice to have a little bit more history there um and then we have more time in discovering his powers creating the suit more stuff on the scientific side of peter parker's intelligence compared to the first one the first one had a little bit about that how peter parker's smart and he's into science and all that but minimal it was touched on very briefly throughout the film so it kind of felt like it was lacking but the andrew garfield films bring that up better um and the one thing that stood out the most was that peter parker has a new york accent i couldn't tell you how if it was accurate or not but in general it stood out as something you could hear in his voice versus the toby mcguire peter parker so that was of note and then of course um Emma Stone as uh, Gwen Stacy was better portrayed in these in the Andrew Garfield films um, just because she was smarter than Peter Parker. She's working at Oscorp. She generally has brains on her and she's on her way to going to Oxford versus the ditzy blonde style portrayal that we saw in the Tobey Maguire P um, Spider-Man. So just one of those things that stood out in general as far as... Um, even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why I think um, the Tobey Maguire or the Andrew Garfield films were good um, but I'm not, it's hard to say why they were not um, as well received, I guess. For me, I kind of, I like them, I like both sets of films, but they're very unique in their portrayal. So um, it's just one of those things that having a third film would have been nice to see how they would have closed out the Andrew Garfield films. But um, overall, if I was to grade them, I'd probably give them about a B to... B to a B plus. Um, overall, they were good. The two films were good. They were very. They had a good balance between everything. I think the main thing, maybe why they didn't weren't picked up, or they weren't as well received, was because um, we started off with a lizard, then the second film you had Electro, and then they kind of rushed the whole um, Harry Osborn Green Goblin thing by the end of the film. So. It probably would have been a better film or better uh, trilogy to have Green Goblin in the third film um, and potentially lose Gwen Stacy and still have lose Gwen Stacy, but have send Peter down that whole darkness that he brings that Andrew Garfield brings up in Spider-Man No Way Home. So that way, in the third film, it can be brought up as a comparison to the Green Goblin. Um, potentially having them team up and then coming back or whatever the story is but having that face off to for having um, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker go to the dark and then come back into the light um, and then also have that comparison to what happened with um, Tobey Maguire's Peter Man or Peter Parker not Peter Man Peter Parker in um, Spider-Man 3 with uh, Venom Harry as um the green goblin and then sandman so that's one of those things that they i think they could have pulled off so maybe there was the third film wasn't greenlit and maybe the they weren't making as much money as they were hoping so they canceled it they added a little bit to the amazing spider-man 2 and rounded that out so they um didn't have unused footage to just sit around and not do anything so that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, um, which Spider-Man um, series did you like better out of the Tobey Maguire versus um, Andrew Garfield ones, you can comment on this post at, on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. And as a patron to the show, you will get um, access to bonus content after the episode by supporting the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash PatelN01. But thanks for tuning into this particular episode, and until next